And welcome back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Wednesday, July 29th edition. Nine games on tap tonight as uh, we get the Orioles-Yankees joining our eight-game fiasco. Thanks to uh, all the craziness going on there. If you missed the news, Marlins done for the week. We'll reevaluate that as more news comes out. The Phillies are out to at least the weekend. I would imagine that might linger on until the beginning of next week. So we're m- working on the fl- fly here like MLB baseball is. Hope everybody had a good Tuesday. It was a uh, fun one out there. The pitching was uh, crazy, as expected. Bats were there. So lots of fun there. Tonight we are back. Some aces on the mound. Really, really good stuff to pick through. So let's get at it. Also, if you want to follow me on Twitter at BDNTrick, I can answer all your questions there. Or join us at Fantasy Sports Degens in the free Slack chat or at rotoballer.com. Premium Slack chat. A lot of premium tools, free tools, all the great stuff over there at rotoballer.com. You can find this video on the Rotoballer YouTube channel. Use promo code Bubba for 10% off a package of your choice. The totals on tonight's slate, you have Brewers, Pirates, 8.5. Royals, Tigers, 9.5. Dodgers, Astros, waiting for that one as Dustin May is making the start. And uh, Christian Javier getting the call for the Astros uh, prospect pitcher for the Astros. Hasn't really pitched much past double A. Wouldn't imagine he'll go too deep into this game, so be careful there. But interesting to see how he does against that Dodgers offense. Uh, Red Sox met seven and a half. Really surprised by that, but I guess that means Jacob DeGrom's on the bump. Rays, Braves, eight and a half. Yankees, Orioles waiting on that one with all the craziness going on there, but it's Cole versus Wojciechowski. Uh, Cardinals, Twins waiting on that one. Is, it looks like Daniel Ponce de Leon is going to open and go from there. Rich Hill making his debut for the Twins. Padres, Giants at eight, and then Mariners, Angels. They're looking like they're going with the opener in Seattle with Jace, Justin Dunn. Really solid arm there. Just not sure if he's going to be worth the price of admission. All right, let's get to the pitching on this nine-gamer. I mentioned DeGrom's on the bump at 12,000, but I'll save 600, even if it's shocky to Garrett Cole at 11-4 at Baltimore. It's going to be warm there. It's going to be uh, in the in the mid-90s. Feels maybe a little hotter in Baltimore. But uh, Garrett Cole at 11-4, he was lights out his first start. He's got a great matchup here against this Baltimore offense. You can strike out a ton. So you don't have to elaborate too much on what Garrett Cole can do in this situation. Uh, but uh, against this Orioles team, you can pick him apart quite well and uh, and dominate at 11-4. If you're going to pay up, Garrett Cole, pretty simple on this one, is the guy you want um, uh, in this matchup. Uh, Charlie Morton, 10-8, is interesting because he really, really – his velocity was down a lot last time, and there's been a lot of talk about that. So if you want to take the chance with Chucky, I get it. I'm going to wait and see if there's something really wrong with him or not. Uh, this Braves often strikes out a ton. So in GPPs, if you want to pivot down to Charlie Morton at 10-8, all about it. All about it. Just know there is some serious risk there because that velocity difference was a bit concerning. It could have been a veteran still trying to ramp up without hurting himself. That would be great if that's what it is because uh, we, we were hoping for some big things from Charlie this year. So 10-8 in a GPP with Charlie Morton against this Braves team. We've seen strike out a ton. I definitely can get behind that. But otherwise, I'm going to Garrett Cole from going up top at 11-4. When we drop down to the next range, Matty Boyd at 9,000 at home against the Kansas City Royals. Boyd struggled a bit in his opener. There's no hiding that one. I hit around pretty good in Cincinnati. The, the control wasn't there. He was walking guys and getting out of messes, and they finally got to him. But uh, now he's back home against this Kansas City offense that does have some right-handed thump. Uh, Salvi Perez finally had a quiet day. We got Soler. You got Whit Merrifield going deep again last night. Uh, Mikel Franco doubled on two nights ago. They have a lot of pop, but a lot of uh, also swing and miss in this lineup. So a bounce back from Matty Boyd could be quite interesting on this matchup a, uh, with the team that strikes out quite a bit versus um, left-handed pitching. You got Boyd coming in with a um, – where did it go right here? 
uh, with a 20, almost 30% strikeout rate last year. So uh, definitely can go back to Matty Boyd at 9,000 in your GPPs. But if you want to be a little safer in this range, give me Chris Paddock at 84 in a phenomenal matchup at the Giants. Uh, the Padres did their thing last night. Davies gave up a few runs in the fifth, but he was cruising. Now you got Paddock with his elite stuff. Looked absolutely filthy his first time out. Hopefully he can give you at least five or six in this one, maybe even more. Strikeouts will be there against this Giants team. So Chris Paddock at 84 in a AT&T ballpark. Definitely, definitely in play on this one. So Paddock at 84 is what I'm going with. I'm going to definitely enjoy making a Cole Paddock lineup. It might be chalky pitching, but I'll get different with the bats. Not worried about that at all. So definitely can uh, look at Paddock at 8400 bucks. If you want to be a little different off of Paddock, you can go to 81 to Woodruff. Woodruff was good his last time. A little bit of a hiccup here and there against the Cubbies. But overall, really good stuff. He was pumping the, the high velocity, which is what we wanted to see with Woodruff. 8100 bucks at Pittsburgh. Uh, Lindblom was dealing, wasn't dealing. He was pitching very well last night. Then it kind of got rocky. The control wasn't there. Next thing you know, he's leaving the game because his back's messed up, and that sucked. Because for fifty one hundred bucks, he still almost got us eleven points, which is fine. He was on his way to a much better day, but uh, the bat gave out on him, and that stinks. But you can go back to Woodruff at eighty one hundred in a very good spot there against the Pittsburgh Pirates. So in this eight and nine K range, I got Paddock one, Woodruff two, and Boyd three. If I'm ranking my choices there. Now we drop 7K and below, or 71. You got Danny Duffy at 7,100 bucks at the Detroit Tigers. Again, these Tigers teams hitting. Kristen Stewart went deep yesterday. Jacoby Jones the day before. You know, CJ Crone versus lefty is always very, very exciting. Scope went deep yesterday. He likes hitting lefties. There's lots of sneaky power in this Detroit lineup, but also a lot of swing and miss. So if you're looking for some value, Danny Duffy at 71, GPP only, does have that appeal to you in that matchup. As um, He was okay in his first start against Cleveland. Still a 20.5% K rate last year for Mr. Duffy, but overall, nothing too crazy. You got a, um, a Tigers team that strikes out about 24.5% of the time versus uh, left-handed pitching, so that's something to take a peek at there. Uh, if you want to go a little cheaper, though, Nadia Valdi was outstanding in his first start. Really, really good matchup, obviously, against Baltimore. New York Mets swinging some really good sticks. They've had some great matchups to swing those good sticks the last couple of nights. Evaldi is a much, much better arm than the stuff the uh, Red Sox have been starting with, Mr. Hall and company. But uh, if you want to go Eovaldi at 68, get some uh, strikeout upside versus the Mets and uh, some value there against DeGrom. As he's a heavy underdog in this matchup. You can definitely look to Eovaldi as a punt. And the other guy I'll look at is Johnny Cueto at 6,000. I think he's very much in play. The, the question with Cueto is how far does he go? He was pitching great against the Dodgers. Had a little bit of a hiccup, I think, in the fourth inning. And uh, the quick look from Kapler. That's going to be a thing this year. But at 6,000 against the Padres, a team that you can kind of pick and you know mix and match with, he's in changes his timing up with, all that good stuff you expect from Johnny Cueto. He's definitely someone you can pick on in this matchup. So I don't hate Cueto at 6,000 if you're uh, looking at this one. The, uh, the Last year, Padres struck out over 25% of the time versus right-handed pitching. So Cueto definitely in play in a situation like this. So I'm going 70, 7K and a blow. I got Eovaldi 1, Cueto 2, and uh, Danny Duffy 3. So we're breaking down the um, – the overall pitching up top, Garrett Cole's the guy I want. I know DeGrom's a good pivot. Morton's an interesting GPP pivot. Don't hate that either. But give me Garrett Cole in that scenario. And then in the 8 and 9K range, I want Paddock. I want Woodruff. And then I want Boyd in that order. And then down below, Eovaldi, Cueto, and Duffy. Mr. Daniel uh, Men- Mendelssohn, Mendy asks, Salvi Prez looks juicy tonight. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Uh, coming off the dud last night, we'll go right back to Salvi. And speaking of Salvi, let's get into the bats on this slate. Catcher's position on this one. With a lot of good pitchers, it's going to be a little more interesting to navigate the minefields, but definitely going to be some guys that you're going to be able to target uh, tonight. 
And it could start with guys like uh, Jason Castro at 3K. Dunn's a very good young pitcher, but he's not going to go deep. Then you got Seattle bullpen. So uh, Castro's interesting. He's 36, not running to play. Uh, Jason Castro at 3600 bucks, but he's kind of the first guy that really stands out to me there in that situation. Otherwise, like an awesome row mine at 32 versus Danny Duffy. That has uh, some upside to it in this matchup. Uh, Mike Zunino at 3K. Soroka's good. But if you're going GPP and you're going home run hunting, Zunino can be your guy there. Otherwise, I'm with you. You go down to Salvi Perez at 2600 That's just too cheap versus Matty Boyd. I respect Matty Boyd, but uh, Salvi Perez at 26 is great. Should be chalky. Should be a great play in this situation. The other guy would be um, if Castro doesn't play, Max Stasi went deep last night. He's 24 versus Dunn. I'd imagine we get Castro back tonight, but something to keep in mind there. So it uh, looks like uh, Salvi Perez is our boy on this slate tonight. First base position. Now it gets fun. It gets real fun. You got like Josh Bell at 51 and a GPP versus Woodruff. Sure, I can get behind that. Uh, Max Muncy at 49. This Javier is good. I'm not, I'm not kidding on that one, but we don't know how far he's going to go, what the nerves will be like in his debut. And then you got that uh, Astros bullpen that's pretty beat up right now. So Muncy at 49 is in play. Luke Voigt at 48 versus Asher Wojciechowski. Wojciechowski's got that curveball when it's flipping. It's outstanding, but otherwise he can be an absolute train wreck. So keep that in mind. Massive fly ball pitcher. Going to be in Camden Yards tonight. The Yankees should be going to uh, pound town pretty pretty easily this evening uh, in this situation. When you're looking at um, the, um, excuse me, when you're looking at uh, the, the batters versus Wojciechowski last year, lefties hit 367, righties 314. Uh, Luke Voigt, even though he's a righty, power wise, could be an interesting play at 4800. A um, few others to go to when you slide on down the list here. Goldie at 44. If you want to attack Rich Hill, it could be an interesting place. You got Rich Hill. Probably not going to go more than four or five innings. Then you got that uh, wonderful Twins bullpen who, yeah, Sergio Romo got the save last night instead of Taylor Rogers. So have fun in baseball this year. Uh, Justin Smoke, 3,800 versus Musgrove. If you want to attack Musgrove, that's very much in play for you tonight. The Brew Crew, a team total of almost 4.7. Lefties, 338 last year versus uh, Musgrove. Righties, 289. So you can definitely take a peek at a uh, Justin Smoke at 38, low ownership in that matchup. Uh, Will Myers went deep last night. He's 36. I told you he loves facing the Giants, and he just kept doing what he's doing. So that's intriguing if you need to go that direction. Otherwise, C.J. Cron versus Duffy at 32 is way too cheap, way, way too cheap. I think that's a a phenomenal uh, value in that scenario. Evan White, uh, Heaney's not bad for the Angels. We know that, but White at 29 opens up some value for you as well in this scenario. Let's go to the second base position now where you got Ozzy Albies versus Chucky Morton at 55. I'm not sure I'm willing to pay that for Morton, but if you want to fade Morton and think he's broken, an Atlanta stack is very much in play, and Ozzy Albies should be a big part of that at 5,500. So if you want to plant your flag on uh, Morton not being good to go, kind of banged up, something's wrong, an Atlanta stack's good, but they're priced up tonight. They're priced up big time like they're not facing Charlie Morton. So something to keep in mind in that matchup. Uh, Glaber Torres versus Wojciechowski at 52. If you're stacking up the Yankees, that's a good one. Usually lower owned than some of the other big bats. So you can definitely look at him. Um, going on down, though, Tommy Edmond, he went deep last night. He's 44 versus Hill. Whit Merrifield up to 42. I think it's still a great play tonight versus Boyd. Whit's been uh, phenomenal. We've been on him this whole time uh, in Detroit and even a couple games before that. His price tag's finally starting to go up. 4,200 can still get on that train if you so choose. Uh, Adam Fraser at 36 versus Woodruff. Fraser went deep last night. If you want to fade Woodruff, you can. I think he's a very solid play, but you got to make some decisions tonight. And you can get to Woodruff with uh, with the lefties if you need to attack that direction. Um, 
looking at the uh, the Buckos here. They are not showing up on my uh, my list. Oh, there they are. Uh, lefties three thirty six last year. Righties two thirty five versus Woodruff. So Frazier at thirty six and some of these other left handed Pittsburgh bats could be in play. Like uh, Colin Moran, who I didn't even mention at first base unless they took his eligibility away, or he's just way too cheap, which wouldn't shock me either. Um, where are you, Colin Moran? Let's just do the old cheapy here. He's he's uh, thirty one hundred. I just missed him because I'm blind. Thirty one hundred for Moran could be another value for you with the Pittsburgh lineup as he's hitting cleanup and getting it done there. A few others at the second base position. David Fletcher, he's playing thirty three hundred. Another multi hit game last night. He just continues to get it done in that lineup. Rendon is back, but uh, they still, they're still finding the spots for Fletcher out there, which I think they will. So Fletcher at thirty three, usually hitting towards the top of that lineup. Someone to keep in mind in this scenario. Robbie Cano at thirty two against Eovaldi. Um, Eovaldi is really good and get the strikeouts. He can also give up the long ball with the best of them, plus that Red Sox bullpen isn't that great. So a guy like Robbie Cano at 32 definitely opens up some doors for you there. Um, if you're stacking the Angels, Tommy Lestella at 3K is interesting. If you're looking for a power bat for cheap, he can be a, a target for you. And other than that, nothing stands out just yet unless we see some uh, interesting Oh wait, wait. Let's find our let's find our favorite here. Where do they have Jose Peraza priced tonight? He's priced. Oh my god! Okay, it, it's a Grom. I'll give you this one. This is the this is the first night where I'm not running to play Jose Peraza. I'll be honest with you. There, it's been pretty easy lately. He's 2K tonight versus Degrom. If you just want to say screw it and punt, go for it. He's going to get one or two at bats versus that Mets bullpen. But uh, I get it. 2K, little different versus Degrom tonight. Little different, not running in that direction. Third base, though, he got Rendon at 54, went deep in his uh, debut last night. So he's in very, very much in play against Dunn and company. I like that quite a bit. Uh, Justin Turner at 52 as well, continues to swing it very, very well. But uh, going down farther, I think Miguel Andahar, if you want a piece of the Yankees at 49, if he gets the, cracks the lineup, that's a good uh, pivot to get some Yankees exposure for cheap. Uh, Machado at 43, but Josh Donaldson at 42 is way too cheap. He went deep last night. I mentioned he Ponce de Leon for uh, the cards tonight, and then you're going to get uh, some bullpen play there. So Josh Donaldson, only 42, very, very much in play tonight. I think that's a very nice value. Uh, J.D. Davis went deep for us last night. He's down to 3800 tonight. I'll get back on that train. I think that's a very good price tag, hopefully still hitting in the middle of that Mets order against Eovaldi. Um, other than that, when you slide on that, Corey, uh, Kyle Seager, 3400 It's lefty's just fine. He's in play. I mentioned Fletcher at 33, Colin Moran at 31. Those are some other guys you can target in this uh, three uh, third base position. Shortstop mentioned Glaber Torres already, but Fernando Tatis Jr. I told you how much I loved him yesterday. How much he was priced improperly compared to some other shortstops. There, he went deep. He's forty nine hundred versus Cueto tonight. Still a very very good play. Not running to play him like I was before, but very strong play because once you get rid of Cueto, that Giants bullpen is bad, really bad. So Tatis will have two, maybe three at bats versus that bullpen. That's a, a plenty of at-bats for 4900 bucks to make some noise. So Tatis, very strong in that scenario. Uh, Corey, Seager, or, yeah, Corey Seager at 44. I don't mind that at all versus uh, Javier. <clears throat> nice, cheaper piece of the Dodgers for you in that scenario. Um, hopefully, Carlos Correa keeps his head together because Joe Kelly is living in it right now, rent-free. So that's uh, some fun stuff there. He's 4200 not running to play. I like Dustin May a lot. The Astros could get to him, but I'm going to stay away there. I, I'm a big May fan as I think his stuff is uh, electric and hopefully he gets it going again tonight. Corey Polanco, only 38. The Twins are cheap. Twins are cheap, are cheaper than they should be. So a twin stack could be very, very live. Might be popular tonight at these price points, but uh, Polanco at 38. Uh, Paul, Paul DeYoung, only 36 for uh, Rich Hill. That's very much a value play for you 
in that one. Adalberto Mondesi, $3,300, which he's been a very, very, very disappointing player. But still hitting in the middle of that Royals lineup. Another nice matchup. Super cheap. And he's going to have a big night here and put some games together. So if you're stacking them up and you want to GPP it, low ownership, no problem with that at all. Other than that, there's really nothing that stands out to me too much in the cheap column. We mentioned a Peraza at 2K, but it is Mr. DeGrom. Outfield position, you got Trout's up to $6,200. 62, six with a two. Uh, great spot, though, versus Dunn. If you can afford it, go for it, but uh, that's a steep ask. Christian Yelich for 300 cheaper versus uh, Musgrove. Yelich's been struggling tremendously, but a phenomenal matchup there. But you got guys like Stanton at 58 and Aaron Judge at 55, both in outstanding spots for Fulgicowski. Those are my favorites in those scenarios. Mookie Betts had a nice night last night. Didn't even have to leave the park. He's just an accumulator, and when he does leave the park, it's going to go off. So I like Betts again at 56 when I versus Javier and company. I think that's another solid play there with these Yankees. Judge and Stanton probably getting a lot of usage here. Betts might go overlooked at 56 if you're paying up. Definitely like the Mookie Betts train. I have no idea. No idea how drunk DraftKings is, but Chris uh, Hunter Pence versus Chris Paddock at 5100 bucks. That is LOL funny. That is just, yep, good stuff there. But uh, you go on farther, Aaron Hicks at 5K. That's still a little too steep there for Aaron Hicks for me. Could he do it versus Wojciechowski? Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. But a little too steep of a price tag for me. Tommy Pham is day-to-day because he got hit in the nuts by uh, a pitch. So be careful there with Tommy Pham and be careful and good riddance for your balls, Tommy Pham. That's a risky one there. Uh, Brett Gardner, 48. The Yankees are priced up versus Wojciechowski, as you'd expect. It's kind of like a Coors Light feel to it there in Baltimore tonight. So have fun, Baltimore. But Conforto at 46 versus Ivaldi. Very nice price point there. Conforto swinging it well to start the year. Another 10 points last night. Good matchup versus Ivaldi in that Boston bullpen. So Conforto at 46. I can definitely get on board there. I mentioned that the Minnesota Twins are too cheap. Nelson Cruz at 44 is... No, you're going to play Nelson Cruz. I know it's not a lefty, so it's not a must play, but that's a solid play versus, uh, versus Ponce de Leon and company at 44. Uh, Jock Jams and a GPP versus Javier and that, that Houston bullpen at 43. I like that quite a bit. I wouldn't be shocked if we see Jock Jams go deep tonight. It's a great spot for him against that Astros pitching. Um, mentioned Whit Merrifield at 43. He's in play for you there. If you are targeting Andrew Heaney and the Angels, shed long at 41, second base outfield. Not the worst play, but I'd rather go uh, Rosario at 41 or Kepler at 41. Stack up them twins, folks. This feels way too chalky for their price points. But God dang, it's a uh, a really, really good spot there. If you aren't using Paddock, uh, Mike Yastrzemski is a good one-off at 41. Don't hate that in, in his uh, situation there. Cameron Maven at 39 versus Duffy. Interesting cheap piece of Detroit if you want to. If you're doing a little Detroit stack versus Duffy, Maven at 39 is definitely usable. Kyle Lewis at 38 versus Heaney. Trent Grisham at 38 versus Cueto. If you're fading those, but I mentioned uh, JD Davis at 38 earlier, I think that's a really good spot for him as well. A little, a few more guys to take a peek at as you get cheaper. Brian Reynolds is only 36 versus Woodruff. Even if you're not stacking Pittsburgh and you're not using Woodruff, Reynolds is a nice cheap like one-off if you want to, or a piece of a mini stack. Had a couple knocks last night, stolen bases. He had a good night, real good night. 3,600 bucks, he can do that night in and night out. So good price point there. Uh, Jorge Soler at only 36 versus Boyd is too cheap. That's a, a very nice discount there. Uh, the Royals are the Royals. So they don't get the, the pricing they deserve, but Soler should be – he's been horribly priced this whole season. He, I know he hasn't done it every night, but he's already got two dongs on, I think, four or five games this year. He's too cheap, way too cheap on this one. A few others to take a peek at as you uh, even slide farther down the value train. Jacoby Jones at 33 versus Duffy. Very nice piece of a stack in that scenario. 
Um, other than that, like Kiki Hernandez at 32, not running the play that one, but like, I see the appeal if you need to. Harrison Bader's 31 versus Hill. You have Tyler O'Neill down here as well for the cards. Uh, Buxton's back. He's only 3K. So one way to maybe make yourself different is you do the old twins wraparound. Buxton bat ninth. You go Buxton and then wrap it back around to the top of the order and get some of the big boys there. That could be a nice way to get uh, your twin stack and be different in that regard. Michael Brantley. Okay, I said I wasn't going to pick on Dustin May. But here's the thing. Michael Brantley's $3,000, and that is just not right. So even if if you want to stack Houston, I'll never stop you because their offense is good and May can get wild and you never know what's going to happen. But even for a one-off, Michael Brantley 3K, if you're playing cash, you play Michael Brantley at 3K. That's very simple because it allows you to pay up for pitching and get some uh, better bats for your cash lineup. So Michael Brantley at 3K, put him in. That's just a thing. Marwin Gonzalez, another cheap piece in Minnesota. If he's in the lineup at 29 against Ponce de Leon, another good price point there. And Ponce de Leon isn't like a garbage pitcher by any means. It's just Minnesota's price point-wise is too cheap in that really strong matchup. We saw him take Carlos Martinez to town. They should have some fun again tonight. Uh, Jake Cave, if he makes the lineup, it's only 2500 That would be phenomenal. Maybe they decide to not go back-to-back days with Bucks and take it easy. Jake Cave, only 25 for Minnesota. Another guy you should run to uh, lock into your lineups at that price point. All right, recapping your pitching on this slate up top. We're going Garrett Cole. If you want to go to Grom, you want to go Chucky, I get it. But Cole's the guy I want up here. I don't care how chalky he is. Garrett Cole is the guy I want. In the 8 and 9K range, I got Chris Paddock versus the Giants. Seems pretty simple. I think a Paddock Cole is chalky. But a Paddock Cole is – it's your cash game setup. That's for one. That's who you're going in cash. And dang, it makes you feel good. Just make it, just figure it out with the bats if you need to. If you need to go cheaper, you can because you got Woodruff at 81, Boyd at 9,000 in that range that you can mix. Like if you want to go Paddock, Woodruff, that'll save you a lot of cash. But missing out on Cole, anything can happen. But, man, that seems like a big miss. That's all I know. Uh, Eovaldi, Cueto, Duffy down below. So like, if you want to go Cole and Cueto, Cole and Eovaldi, you can do that and save some cash. I think Cole Paddock is your one-two punch in cash game lineups. That's where you want to go in that one. Um, Kenny Linson asks, "How how's your favorite way to stack a team batting otherwise, especially with a team like the Twins? Okay, just talking about the Twins. My favorite way to do it is obviously like one through four, two through five, uh, three through five, different uh, three, four-man stacks. That's, uh, that's the easy way. That's the common way. That's what most people want to do. I think the wraparound stack with a Buxton back there, maybe a Jake Cave's bat at eighth or something. You can do that wraparound nowadays. That's a big, big way to do it as well. Or a way to make a difference because everyone likes to do like just one through four and make it simple. If you want to do like one, two, four, five, or one, three, four, five, or one, two, three, five, like leave one of the pieces out to not make it a complete simple stack. That's one way to make it a little different as well. All right, well, we're stacking things up tonight. Speaking of the stacks, it's going to be a fun one in that regards, but it's going to be – lineups will be very important on this one, but I think you can look at some Brew Crew versus Musgrove if you want. Uh, even though Musgrove could be a nice GPP arm versus Milwaukee, they've been very inconsistent at the, the dish, but the Brewers could be interested in that one. I think Detroit versus Duffy and Kansas City versus, versus Boyd are both GPP relevant in different ways. I wouldn't go – I've been heavy on those guys the first two nights. It's been very, very good for me. Not sure I'll be as heavy tonight, but they're both going to be interesting. They're, they're cheap, so you're going to get some nice ownership on those ones as well. Uh, the Dodgers versus Christian Javier and the Astros bullpen, I think, is a very fun stack. I'm, I'm all about that. That's one I'll be targeting for sure. Um, if you want to go farther, if you think Charlie Morton is broken, the Braves is going to be a no-owned stack. So that's a way if you want to get real different in the GPP, if you're max entering, get some Braves exposure. I can see that being very, very good. The Yankees are going to be uber popular versus the Orioles, but they're very, very expensive. So that'll make some uh, ownership on the pitching change. 
Yankees will be very popular. The Twins is a phenomenal stack for St. Louis. You could do St. Louis for Rich Hill, too. You could game stack that one if you really wanted to, but I want a lot of Twins in that scenario. And then the Angels versus the Mariners is what I'm looking at. The Mariners could be in play for St. Louis, but I want that Angels. So teams like the Angels, the Twins, the Yankees, the Dodgers, those are the main ones I'm targeting. Royals and Tigers are in play as well. Well, there you go. Quick hits in the books. Watch for the weather. Might rain 20 to 30% chances in Atlanta. Wind blowing out the center in Boston. Everything else relatively okay. But keep an eye on that as we should be good. And hopefully, no crazy news today. Let's just have a normal day of baseball. Hope everybody's safe out there. And the, the, keep getting some good news in baseball. Let's call it that. Like good news coming around the diamond in baseball. But don't forget, if you have any questions, I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. And in Slack chats all over the place. So I'm all, any questions, fire away. You can watch this video every morning. I'll be live with you Monday through Friday giving you my first look at the slate. If you don't want to watch the video, you can find me on iTunes, um, Stitcher, Spotify, everywhere you can find a, uh, a, a recording of a podcast. I am there. If you give a rating review on iTunes, I'd really appreciate it. But uh, until next time, this was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Wednesday, July 29th edition. I'm out. Yeah.